Hello and welcome to the Fertility and Femtech podcast, brought to you by Zonas, where we aim to educate you on all taboo topics in women's health. You can learn more on our YouTube channel or at yourzonas.com. Hi everyone, I am Dr. Ravina, women's health doctor and femtech founder of Zonas. Today we'll be talking about why do I feel so moody before I start my period? Well, for those of you that don't know, and perhaps just put it down to being on the time of the month, I'm going to tell you why you feel moody, what other symptoms you may feel, and why you feel it. And then towards the end, we'll also talk about how we can overcome some of these problems and what things you can implement in your everyday life to help you with some of the symptoms that you face whilst you're on your period or before you start your period. So the reason why you may feel moody before you start your period is because you are suffering with a syndrome called premenstrual syndrome. And you are not the only one. Five in 10 women will also suffer with premenstrual syndrome and symptoms within the umbrella term at some stage within their lives. And I can tell you firsthand, I definitely suffer with PMS symptoms. So let's talk to you a little bit about what symptoms these are. So you may notice a week before your period, so um, roughly between um, day 15 to day 28, so between the last two weeks, just before you start your period, you may notice some of these symptoms. Things like weight gain, bloating, you may feel like your, your jeans don't fit you, or actually you feel like your tummy's protruding and you didn't really eat very much, that's just bloating. Um, you may get some acne, so if you get hormonal acne, and we will do a video specifically on skin changes and hormonal acne, um, but you may notice your, your skin changes, you may get more acne, you may get dry skin, um, between those those two weeks, you may notice changes in your mood. Now, I know that my mood changes and I feel really low. I feel very irritable and I feel so emotional. I am an emotional wreck. I feel like I'm crying and I don't even know why I'm crying. And then I'm thinking rationally, I don't know why I'm crying. There's tears coming down. I know I'm about to start my period. And even knowing the science, knowing that I'm about to start my period does not stop the emotions. I am a wreck. So if you're also like that, don't worry, I'm with you, girl. <laughs> okay, so those are some of the changes. You get mood changes. You might notice it's really hard to concentrate. If you're at work, you may just get mind fog. You may not know why you can't concentrate. That's all part of PMS. And then you may also get things like very non-specific things like fatigue, tiredness, your hair might fall out. Um, so it's all within the same thing of PMS, unfortunately. Now, during the luteal phase, um, as you may already know if you've watched my video on hormones, is that in the luteal phase, our bodies are preparing to fertilize an egg that's just been released. Our body thinks, okay, a sperm might enter the womb and our egg might get fertilized and I then have to prepare the body to look after a baby. So in that time, our hormone progesterone is very high and the high level of progesterone causes those symptoms of all the ones that we just explained. 
and we also get a change in our energy requirement. So because our body thinks, oh my God, we've got a baby that's about to be produced and it's gonna be growing in our womb and we need to prepare. So our body then realizes we need to increase our energy requirement. We need to um, take in more calories. We need to eat more food because we need to prepare an, a healthy environment for the baby to implant in. So once the egg is fertilized by the sperm, it's going to embed itself into a nice, warm, comfortable environment into the womb, in the, in the uterine wall, which is full of nice, nutritious blood vessels and um, lots of good things that our baby will need to survive. So we then increase our appetite. And that's really common in PMS. And you might find, oh, you know what? I'm just really craving a pizza or something carby, like bread, like rice, like pasta. It's all really common. And that's because, that's because our body is now craving more food to prepare for the baby. So you may find you gain a bit more weight because of that. Now, PMS, premenstrual syndrome, is a syndrome. So that means people may lie on a spectrum where they hardly have any symptoms. Maybe they just feel a bit emotional sometimes and we get the odd spot here and there. But it can also spread all the way to the other end of the spectrum where people have really difficult mood changes and they feel very low, they feel very depressed. And this then not only affects their quality of life, but then has a knock-on effect on their impairment of how they live their lives, whether that be socially, whether that be at work, whether that be physically, emotionally, sexually. And if it gets to that extreme, and that's known as PM. DD, known as premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And we know that there's a very strong mind-body connection. So when we're on our period, we know that the hormones from our brain have an effect on the rest of our body to create the symptoms that we've spoken about, like weight gain, like acne. So the hormones affect our body, but then the physical manifestation of these hormones then can have a knock-on effect to our mental health. And that's why PMDD is actually seen as a mental health disorder and is known as a depressive type disorder. So there's various different criteria that need to be fulfilled in order to, to, to diagnose this. And with PMDD, you need to have the symptoms, maybe about five out of 11 symptoms, that's things like anxiety, irritation, uh, bloating, feeling low, not having interest in things that you normally did. I need to have all of those symptoms that relate with your menstrual period. So there is of evident link between having the symptoms and starting the period. And you need to have it for at least two months. And it has to be quite significant because this is quite a significant disorder. But as I mentioned, PMDD is quite rare and it's on the other end of the spectrum. But what most people have is PMS. And PMS, known as premenstrual syndrome, is something that we can deal with. So let's now talk about some of the management solutions and things that you can do in your everyday life to help you with symptoms. Okay, so let's talk about how we can fix our PMS symptoms. So number one, lifestyle. 
So research has shown that swimming is one of the best forms of exercise to help reduce PMS symptoms. And the reason for that is because aerobic exercise, not only does it increase our energy levels, but it also reduces our stress hormone called cortisol. So cortisol is a stress hormone that leads us to be um, very anxious. It can cause us to be irritable and it can also stop us from sleeping. And there is a link between um, PMS and not sleeping. So swimming very much helps with the mood side of things as well as some of the physical symptoms. Next, the next thing is CBT. CBT stands for Cognitive Behavioural Therapy. And CBT is a really effective method of therapy that helps with people who have anxiety, who have depression, who have mood changes, and it helps just stabilize that mood level. It helps to stabilize those feelings of feeling very stressed, feeling very angry, upset, emotional, just before you start your period or even when you're on your period. So that's CBT and that's exercise. The next thing is diet. So the best diet that we like to suggest as healthcare professionals is the Mediterranean type diet. So this is high protein, lots of fiber, lots of vegetables and lots of greens. So things like kale, spinach, and they, they have lots of nutrients and vitamins that we need to help stabilize our hormones. By having a Mediterranean type diet, not only does it help with um, energy, making us feel energized, but it also helps with the additional weight gain that we can get uh, during that phase. By having a habit of eating healthy, we will then suppress the cravings of having white carbohydrates like pasta, like bread um, and, and cake. And those are things that, even though they feel really good and things that we really wanna eat right now, in the long term, they're not gonna help with our overall health. What is really interesting is that some papers have said that dark chocolate is very effective with um, helping with PMS symptoms. And this is of course with moderation. So not eating hundreds of bars of chocolate, um, but perhaps having just a small piece of chocolate every day um, when, when you're having these symptoms can just help not only uh, satisfy that sweet craving that we all have, uh, but also help with the symptoms that you're having. So that's diet. Um, there are a few studies that I researched that showed that calcium supplements can help with your mood. So if you don't have enough calcium through your diet, through things like milk, you can also just have it as an additional supplement that you take in as a tablet, as a vitamin every day. And that's thought to be quite effective. Now, some patients have asked me about herbal supplements. Now, there isn't enough evidence for us to talk about herbal supplements because not many studies on, on whether they work. And most things show that herbal is quite similar to placebo. So it can just show maybe it's a psychological effect of taking something that's helping with symptoms rather than the supplement itself. So that talks, so that's, that's just running through the lifestyle side of things. And the next thing that we can consider is medication. So medication, um, most commonly, we prescribe something called an SSRI, and that stands for a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. It's a medical term for a drug that helps to increase our happy hormone called serotonin. Serotonin is a hormone that uh, flies around our brain and it makes us feel good. It makes us feel 
like we're not stressed, it reduces our anxiety and depression. SSRIs are commonly given as an antidepressant for people that do suffer from it. But with PMS, we can give SSRI as a mood stabilizer to help us stop feeling low. This is something we'd only give in people who have very severe symptoms. It's not something we would jump to um, because we can usually deal with PMS through lifestyle factors first. So SSRI would be if you're on the sort of other end of the spectrum. And if you don't really wanna go down the SSRI route, another option is to use contraception. So contraception, as you know, will stop your periods. And if you don't have periods, then your hormone levels will be controlled through a pill rather than the natural hormone cycles in your body. Without having the high progesterone and having the natural hormone cycle, you won't have PMS, you won't have the premenstrual syndrome two weeks before your period and therefore won't have the symptoms. So we can control the symptoms with contraception. But of course, if you're trying for a baby, if you want to have periods, then you're not going to ovulate whilst taking contraception. So that wouldn't be an option for you. So that concludes premenstrual syndrome. We rushed through loads of things. We spoke about symptoms. We spoke about what PMS is, why it happens and some ways to treat it. If you have any other questions about PMS, put them in the comments below. Of course, always welcome for you to private DM me at dr.ravina on Instagram. And you can follow us at Zonas Fertility on Instagram as well. Until next time, take care. Bye.